that is the rage. <laughs> the rage is strong with this one. Oh gosh. So hey, um, this is Geeks with Kids, the internet's premier conversational podcast about things both geekly and parenting. I am Matt, and to my left is Eric, and to my l- the front, <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, is front is Aaron. And today we are going to be talking about memorable, the memorable geekly music of our youth, and how the stuff of today is naturally inferior. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's why we're happy that John Williams is coming back for episode seven. Yes, it's true. Mm. The one thing that I did notice about the episode seven uh, trailer is after the speeders like doing that, like that slow pan by by the uh, star destroyer. Before it cuts to the next scene, there's like that one piano note, like the just bling. before. Yeah, and I'm like, I've never heard that in a Star Wars movie yeah, before. Have. have I? Where? Where has there been a piano in the Star Wars movies? Like any uh, of the trilogies? In all of it? Uh, like, give me the first. I'll give you the. I'll give you four, five, six. Four, Is there, four, five, and six. Is there? They're piano? not. They're not. It's not a. It's not a prominent instrument. Okay. But they are. There. It is in there. It yeah. is in there. Okay, because. Like I was like racking my brain, especially in in Jedi. Jedi has a couple parts where it's like ding or ding, you know, when they're doing force talks or when Luke is talking to Leia. There's piano in there. A little bit. It's more strings than anything. It's more. He's more strings and horns. I find, but uh, that is a John Williams thing. But then, yeah, like the little piano, like note touch there. He didn't write anything new for the show. Yeah, but like that was just like a oh. That's something new, and it's kind of like giving me, again, giving me hope that maybe... A new maybe, hope, if you will. A new hope. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we're talking about how, yeah, music I think, is... Uh, yeah, awesome. well, we're, we're, more, we're more talking about what's coming out this week. Yeah. Right? We can't sing the theme, because we, we don't know because... what it is. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. No, that's, a, that's a Justice League Unlimited. No, no, that's it. It's bum ba da da. No, no that was right. X Men. <laughs> we just did this. <laughs> we, we were just listening to this. We already forgot it. But uh, this week we have a movie that's bound to make billions and billions of dollars, unless it's bad. Although I doubt it's bad. It, you know Although what? Avengers, it be... the first one only got a, like a sixty something on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, but you know what? This could be yeah, a stinker. But it was a yeah. it was a competently done mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like this could be a like it could be a film that I think it, like it could go down the toilet, but that's I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen with Ant Man. But I think Avengers <laughs> will at least. Oh yeah, the movie we're talking about is Avengers Two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Avengers Two, Age of Age Ultron. Of Ultron. Um, I think he, like it could. It doesn't matter how what it's going to do or how it's going to be. It's still going to just make huge bank, just because there was there was a lot there was a good hype dream uh, for the film. It helps that Avengers was a giant hype train for it. Yeah. Mm. And that, you know, thanks to Iron Man and just riding that hype train even a little bit more, it's just, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to do well in terms of box office. Yeah. Um, well, Iron Man rode that hype train to Iron Man 3. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and then it got <laughs> derailed. Uh, Iron Man 3. Yeah. But anyway, with Avengers, uh, we're, we, we're, we're taking a different, yeah. like, look at it because we could look at the movie but we haven't seen yeah. it yet we haven't seen not... it yet and the thing is is that we could go on and on about like who's our favorite avenger who's our favorite uh you know actor actress in the movie what uh, or what comic know. counterpart is better yeah which of the many many hundreds of 
Marvel characters have been our favorite mm-hmm. Avenger. Marvel versus DC. You know, we're not we doing go, that yet. We could go into many directions with it, but I like this one that we're going to go in because I think it's a little different. It's a little, it's a little different. It's a little unique, and we're going to take a look at uh, soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. So um, in the first film, the first Avengers film, uh, the score was composed by Alan Silvestri, who did such films as. Let's see, we've got here for Alan Silvestri. Where's this tab? He did a uh, Danny Elfman one here. Okay, here we go. Um, <laughs> this in, is according to IMDb, uh, yep. Wikipedia. Oh, okay. Oh, Wikipedia. I went to IMDb. Um, so, in terms of films, twenty t- in the twenty tens, uh, he did A Team. Uh, oh, Captain why didn't America, you start with something good? Avengers. Uh, <laughs> go Cruise. back in time. Okay, we want to go all the way back. Let's go, go back. Go, let's to go the back to stuff. the eighties. Let's just pick his good stuff. What's okay, good so stuff? Uh, Back to the Future eighty five, mm-hmm. um, Flight of the Navigator eighty six. I love that movie so uh, much. Uh, one that really surprised me: Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Because that was a very distinct and a very uh, thoughtful, purposeful. But uh, yet again, theme to it. no real themes, right? It's more. Yeah, scary. I don't know. There's. Well, um, there- and I know he was kind of homaging, like, sort of the jazz and, like, the musical style of the 40s uh, when Roger Rabbit was set. And the whole movie was kind of a send-up of the film noir genre marketed to children for some reason. We've seen so much film noir. Um, but there was sort of, a, there was this, like, this pensive kind of, like, na 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 this is the best yeah. episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The funny they... is because there was, and whenever, whenever the detective would get mopey mm-hmm. about his dark and troubled past, which was whenever Bob Hoskins was on camera, yeah, like that, <laughs> that theme would come in, and I remembered, like as a kid, like that, that stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like if you had seen that movie, you would just automatically imagine every film noir movie that had come before that. That that's the if you the, had seen that's it. the that's the mopey detective theme. Luckily, that you will always yeah. hear. Luckily yeah. for us, we had grown up with like looney tunes or or tiny tunes or looney. animaniacs because they'd always yeah. do these and they would types always of homages that. and so yeah. we'd know the music and we'd understand the mm-hmm. thing what other things has he as mr sylvester done he did chips and tj cook <laughs> tj hooker nice oh what other predator yeah, yeah, yeah predator's my favorite of his um I actually went out of my way when I was younger to go and find that soundtrack because it was just so again very primal very heavy on the uh Heavy on drums, yeah. Drum, drum, I I don't know. You can find a theme more iconic than Back to the Future. Yeah. He also did Fern Gully. Hey, I like that movie. Nice Fern Gully, Father of the Bride, The Bodyguard. Oh my. Mm. (laughs) uh, Forrest Gump but to be honest the bodyguard probably made a lot of money for its soundtrack because it had Whitney Houston yeah Whitney Houston yeah Uh, yeah Forrest Gump Uh, again that was another good uh, a good theme when you hear when you hear that song with the uh, with the feather yeah ooh Quick and the Dead Sam Raimi again Um, he also did uh, that movie yeah that as far as like a Sam Raimi movie goes uh, I would say it's up there in my uh in my catalog. Don't uh, forget Super Mario Brothers, the movie. I'm going to forget Super Mario Brothers, the movie. <laughs> Sometimes I wake up at night screaming because of the Super <laughs> Mario Brothers. But they had Super Scope 6s in there with the Goombas. And, oh, man. Uh, well, um, Reindeer Games, obviously. Yeah. Can you imagine <laughs> Can you imagine what the poor screenwriters of the Super Mario Brothers movie must have had to work with? Okay, these <laughs> like, are the props you can use. Like, dudes from the... Like, these, these, like, 
They probably came up in, like, the Hollywood New Wave or whatever, writing, like, Easy Rider and stuff. <laughs> and then they're, like, handed an NES, and it's like, so you, so you jump on the little mushroom guys, and, and then you eat a mushroom, but not one of the mushroom guys, you get big. Yeah. And you, you just walk left to right. Yeah. And well, what a... am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> Sometimes you swim. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, you know. Well, what do you want me to do? You know, what do you guys want to do? We got this. We got this uh, property here for Battleship. Come on. <laughs> did he do Battleship? Uh, no, he didn't. Thank goodness. He did Tomb Raider: The Cradle of Life. Yeah. GI yeah. Joe: Rise of Cobra. Uh, so all in all, nothing really team. memorable, right? Oh, except for um, Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Oh, most of the his Back earlier the future, stuff, right? Predator, I would say, are very memorable. I can't remember distinctly. I rem- I remember the weird like alien sounds of Predator very distinctly, and I remember that came through in the soundtrack as well. Mm-hmm. But I can't distinct. I don't remember like a melody the way you right. remember like the Back, Back to the, the Future, future melody I would or say, Star Wars melody. I would say for the one thing that Alan Silvestri has going is uh, his music would definitely set maybe at least the thematic tone a little bit but nothing like character yeah, he, memorable he's, or anything. he's not he doesn't really do the the whole john williams late motif no. thing where he creates different uh, motifs or themes per character yeah. per situation um that's sort of what john williams brought back into the into the film scoring um community because before then they had moved more towards um i did a film course back in the day um <laughs> so before then they did more of the the soundtrack, so they did like Simon and Garfunkel would do Mrs. Robinson, right? Mm-hmm. So they would get actual people, and then like actual recording, actual artists. recording mm-hmm. artists, and then there would be a person doing maybe some incidental music in between. Yeah. You see that a lot with like movies little, nowadays, right? Yeah, like as the, well. Yeah, like you get like the little like. Uh, like even uh, like they're walking down a street, yeah, and you get and a little get, like, bit of little music background there. music. But then, like in, a, like in. Um, uh, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, you get that kind of like incidental music as they're like just like talking in a conversation, mm-hmm. just to like light and easy, like yeah. there's nothing to it. But like John yeah. Williams came back but and he brought he back their a, orchestral yeah. type score. He and actually that had re- to do yeah. with George Lucas wanting to echo like the Wagnerian like, exactly. yeah. covers and stuff from the last century. Yeah, John Williams actually re recorded. previous century, I should say. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah um, he re recorded the 20th Century Fox theme for that movie. Mm-hmm. So the, the one that we've the been hearing. The one that you will not hear in front of any Star Wars film ever and, again. And including the ones that just got released on HD. They took out the 20th Century Fox theme and they included a Lucasfilm. Did they take theme. out Greedo shooting first? No. They did not. So I'm not going to get the HD <laughs> versions. So that's fine. Um, but like, um, I think more in the late motif, not late motif, more theme building is mm-hmm. the one of the composers of the Avengers 2. Uh, music this time around which is danny elfman who was the composer of such movies as let's see we'll Pee-wee's go through, big adventure yeah. beetlejuice beetlejuice, beetlejuice. yeah big top Pee-wee. scrooge here yeah batman the theme of beetlejuice and the 1989 batman movie are like batman two of my favorite yeah favorite mm-hmm. pieces of stuck music in ever. my head forever i still have the beetlejuice theme on my phone right now nice <laughs> it's oh, he did it. dick tracy yeah uh dark man edward Scissorhands. Well, let's just skip a lot all the of Tim, Tim Burton, Burton stuff. Yeah. Ah, and Sam Raimi. Darkman was Sam Raimi's first shot at a real superhero movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I would put that in my, as far as like Sam Raimi movies. Again, that one's up there, you know. He so. did The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yep. Uh, Good Will Hunting, which was surprising. That movie, that, the, <laughs> the music was good in there. 
<laughs> I just I'm oh, gonna like keep on. Apples. <laughs> I'm just gonna Apple keep sauce. on picking <laughs> movies with him. Frighteners. That was a fun. That was a good movie. Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. Movie. Spy Kids. Oh, nice. Planet of the Apes. I think that's the Tim Burton one. Yeah. Men in Black. Spider Man. Obviously. Yep. Big fish. Not quite obviously. There was a he and Raimi fell out on that one. Yeah, yeah. He was supposed to score the whole movie. He ended up doing the theme just and the theme. dropping the money. Yeah. Uh, so to speak. He also did Spider Man too. I guess that's just the theme as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big um, fish. Yeah. And that theme see, that theme is memorable. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can you can recall the melody to that. To I that can't. Right I now. feel that you're doing you're doing the John Williams thing where it's like, can you distinguish da, Superman da, and Star Wars? Da, 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 oh yeah, okay, I do remember that. Yeah. Um I uh Superman and Star Wars are so distinct in my head. There's no way I mix those two up. Yeah. Especially since I I sing those from, two themes from to my the, cat. Yeah, this from the cat. Uh, my cat? Yeah. To my kid. <laughs> to cat. Oh, good lord. Anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's done a bunch of other movies. The Men in Black movies. Uh, he did cool. Silver Linings Playbook, which seems you very know, strange. I, yeah. I perversely enjoyed Men in Black 3. I liked it too. I w- I it was surprisingly it. good. I, yeah. yeah. Roland did a great Tommy Lee Jones impression. A uh, hilarious one. And then he went and did... Uh, Jonah Hex, and we shall never talk about it again. That was after Men in Black 3? Was it? It might have been before. <laughs> he did Jonah time. Hex? Yeah, he was Jonah Hex. Are you he sure horrible. there was a Jonah I Hex tried to go no, see, never. <laughs> uh, I tried to go see Avengers with a uh, with a buddy in Kitchener well well after it had been released. It had been in theaters for months. Mm-hmm. We walk into the theater, and I'd, I'd already seen it at the, at the drive-in, like opening weekend. Um, and we get there, and... It's a different opening sequence, and it's like pushing in on this prison on the moon. And you're like, this isn't Avengers, but my buddy hasn't seen it, so I don't say anything. <laughs> and oh, I'm like, wait, what am I seeing? And then you're like, dun 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 we're gonna get Avengers for you in a minute. Just um, disregard what you just saw. Awesome, because you know they totally watched that like the night before, yeah. and they oh, forgot man. to just like switch. The it's reels. true. Yeah. Uh, so the movie that Danny Elfman did right before Avengers: Age of Ultron was Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, uh, does I, anyone remember the theme of that? I can't. Haven't seen it. <laughs> no, no, no. Something no. about a Murphy bed, but that's all I remember. <laughs> The Murphy bed theme. What? <laughs> uh, and um, obviously, um, Danny Elfman's not just doing it by himself. He has a, a buddy helping him doing the doing Avengers two. And his but name is how Danny Elfman has been doing this like he a long time, a very long time. Yeah, since well, he was in Oingo Boingo before, right? Yeah, the band. No, Weird Science theme Weird. was that though? Uh, no, that was. No. Um... It'll come to me. Yeah. But um, Brian Tyler is helping him, and he's done some stuff, and I'm going to gloss over it. He's done, like, the Expendables movie. He did the Ninja Turtles, the new Ninja Turtles movie. But all of these are, like, whatever these films may be critically, they are, like, top-shelf Hollywood productions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done... He's done... He did Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 3. Nice. Well, he's done some... not a movie. Yeah, he's done... Yeah, he's done a lot of stuff, though. Expendables, Furious 7... Did a couple of those Fast and Furious movies. Huh. Eagle Eye, which was a movie I thought was alright. Shia LaBeouf, no? LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. 
<laughs> have you guys seen that uh, video? No. You've you seen the Shia Buff, uh, actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf video? What? No. I'm going to show you guys this afterwards. Hold on. Let me write this down so I can remember. Actual cannibal. This is something that we should repost? or. Shia, um, yeah, I can do that. Okay. Post two. Okay. Um, but yeah, so those are the... the well, let's let's just talk about uh, Alan Silvestri versus Tim, not Tim Burton, Danny Elfman. <laughs> Thoughts on uh, the composers versus versus? Um, uh, I'm for Danny Elfman. Uh, I think he could do a decent job. I will, although I will say some of his themes kind of do sound repetitive and the same. But I think he hits character note very well. Have like you? He'll, yeah. he'll get like some good songs in there for the characters. I always like. I always admire his uh, Bruce Wayne song in '89 uh, Batman, where he's going to visit the alleyway where his parents were killed. And I always thought that was just a very good uh, piece to reflect the character to kind of set up this whole idea that. Batman, for one reason or another, if you've never seen a Batman movie before, then you kind of get the sense that there is some sort of loss here, there's some sort of tragedy that has happened here. Yeah. And it's very uh, very much in keeping with the character, and uh, is that your beeper, man? What are you doing? Yeah, it's, it's, it's the 2000s. I have my beeper. <laughs> um, but yeah, but no, understandable. Danny Elfman... It's going yeah, back to 1998. Gets, yeah. But, I think Danny Elfman, on a whole, has made more themes that I can you know, remember whistle out loud yeah. than Alan Silvestri. Although Alan Silvestri has a better, oh, I don't know. Back to Future versus Batman. That's good. Defined a generation of moviegoers. Yes, true. And it's funny. There was a. I was. I'm on a. I'm. The job I'm working at now, um, I'm working with kids in grade three, four, and five. And I had a grade five student present me with, like, he found a link to the Danny Elfman Batman theme on YouTube. And he was integrating it into this book report or something he's doing. And he comes up and he's like, hey, hey, this is the real Batman theme song. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and uh, it took all of my strength not to be like, check this out. No 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 no. Oh man. Um but yeah. he's just so proud of himself. <laughs> oh, I do love I do like him a lot, Danny Elfman. Yeah. Although I do find like have you guys ever seen the Star Wars uh Family Guy episodes? Bits and pieces. No. There, there's a part him. where they accidentally killed John Williams and and Luke, who's played by Chris, is like, oh no, now we have Danny Elfman, and then he kills him. And that is sort of what Danny Elfman is known for for that little whimsical, like uh, it's quirky and whimsical, but yeah. it all but dark is at yeah, the same time. It's very very dark, and I wonder if that's not if that doesn't reflect the subject matter of the movie a little bit more than. <sighs> well, the one thing that I remember reading recently is Joss Whedon saying that he was hoping that. Avengers 2 would be smaller in scope and more character-driven, and maybe... <laughs> but maybe the music, uh, Danny Elfman's music, will bring that back down to like a bit of a personal level, to a bit of a just a... I don't know, it seems really... Tight on character, but... Oh, it seems yeah. so... Like, everything we've seen has 
it being so wide, like worldwide, it's, like it, yeah. it, it's all over the place. You see, you see uh, images of cars from South Africa, or you see like all of that. Like there, there's obviously New York shots at the mm. Avengers Tower, and it doesn't seem that personal. Although they do have a yeah. couple moments where you see them as friends, you know, like the Thor yeah. hammer mm. scene. But again, I think yeah, that was like what. Joss had envisioned, and then what did the studio want, maybe? Well, it, from what we've seen of the trailers, I think that I can imagine them splitting the difference. Mm. Like, and I can see it may, perhaps coming off as stilted, but I... Yeah. With some slick editing, and... Ah, I, I can see it coming off. Like, I can see it being a personal story told on a global scale. Cap 2 pulled it off. Hmm. That's true. Yeah, Cap had less characters though. But that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. But they, I mean, with Avengers, they seem to pair off somewhat. That's true. You know, and it's less about one character being a very deep, layered psychology, and more about how that character interacts with, you know, this other character or these other two characters, mm-hmm. like um, Banner, like Bruce Banner, aka the Hulk. You know, his like his buddy buddy relationship with Tony Stark can generate some in the first Avengers movie had some of the best character moments in the film. Yep, agreed. You know, and this bizarre tension he seems to have uh, with Scarlett Johansson is Oh if it's tension that well sexual tension, yeah then. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah oh, the, Hawkeye's crying in his corner with his bows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And still they won't give uh, Black Widow her own movie. Oh it's ridiculous. I know. <laughs> Well, you know, they I don't, I don't think uh they don't think that uh women can lead movies, right? That's why there hasn't been a Wonder Was Woman it? movie, right? Yeah. For such a long time. Isn't there a Joss Whedon quote about that? Like it yeah. in relation to the success of Guardians? Like if they figure if a raccoon can lead a movie, maybe a woman can too. Yep, yep, yeah, he did say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 speaking as a director who tried to get a Wonder Woman movie for such a long time. Yeah, like that was a like a was that going on like? Is that going back to like Buffy days? No, or? no, it was, it was it was after it was after Dollhouse. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, he tried his hand at Wonder Woman, and then they were like, "Nope." So Marvel's like, "Hey, come over and play with us." Yeah, and and he, and he made them a boatload of money. Yeah, breaks my heart though. Um, in that period where like before Avengers, um, he did some writing for Marvel Comics on X Men, and his some of the best stuff I've ever read. I love Astonishing. It just breaks my heart that it is unlikely that we will see him get to direct an X-Men movie. Yep. That is, that's true. Mm-hmm. Especially, well, they're wrapping up this X-Men trilogy, so you never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give it another give well, it another five, ten years, they'll probably reboot it again. And give it another again. four years. Yeah. <laughs> but back to music. Yeah. We sort of went off topic, but that's okay. Because that's what we do. Uh, yeah. So, you th- thoughts? Danny Elfman's score say, might be better? I would say Danny Elfman before Alan Silvestri. Um, just again, I I like his work a little bit more. A little bit more memorable. Mm. A little bit more memorable. It's, it's going to be hard without me hearing the theme or yeah. what they've done with the, da, the new... Da, 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 da. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like... Certainly, the music that they've been using in the in the trailers, like that the Pinocchio riff, oh, like so that's yes. haunting. That you was know. a good use of their parent company. Yeah. <laughs> but is that is that an Elfman piece, or is that like? That's, I think that could, because certainly that could like be the original, a take on it. Yeah, it wouldn't be wouldn't be beyond him. 
to re- redo yeah. it. But that yeah. certainly didn't have that like that quirky like kind of thing yeah. in it. <laughs> we <laughs> didn't hear the whole thing yet. Oh, Maybe it starts off with Oh, that's such a good trailer. But um yeah, I don't know. I'll see you on Thursday when I see the movie. You dirty son of a I know. The good thing about ha- having an AVX or an IMAX theater near me mm. is that I can have assigned seats and just buy it. <laughs> <laughs> and know that I don't have to line up beforehand. So you can't see this right now, but Aaron and I are both glaring at Aaron <laughs> with the force of a thousand exploding suns. It's true. There's so- a microphone... <laughs> in close proximity to him that I'm imagining where can that go uh, uh, don't do that please um, <laughs> so the Avengers the first one had a separate uh, soundtrack so th- there was a score by Alan Silvestri but there was a soundtrack that had a bunch of songs by um, you know uh, popular artists like uh, there was a callback to ACDC from Iron so that's, yeah, that's, that's what I think of when I think yeah. of Iron Man musically. Like I think of Back in Black mm-hmm. and Thunderstruck. Yeah. yeah, and Avengers had a that a Soundgarden song, had a Rise Against. Uh, they Rise did. Of, yeah, they they Where? Reco- they recorded when? a. It was in the it was in the credits, but they released the song before the movie came out. Oh, it was free on iTunes for everyone. So it uh, wasn't in the. It wasn't not, was not it in, used the, in the film. Not, I don't think it was in the main film except for the credits. But like, there's a bunch of songs, like bands from this, like on the soundtrack. They had Soundgarden, Rise Against, Papa Roach. I'm gonna have to go back and watch this now because I call BS on that. Because this is their soundtrack. If it's not in the movie, why are you putting out a soundtrack for money? Scott Whalen, Bush. Remember Bush? Is this music inspired by the Avengers? Um, Like included on the film's soundtrack? No. Nope, nope, that just says... Oh, yeah, so it's music from and inspired. So it's both. Uh, yeah, okay. Evanescence? Whoa, I didn't even know Evanescence still had music. I thought they just did the Daredevil. Buck Cherry? <laughs> That's how they got popular. Uh, five Finger Death Punch? Hmm. If you ever get a chance to it, uh, there's a studio recording, or not a studio, uh, radio recording of... Uh, uh, what's her name from Evanescence? Doing uh, Amy Lee? Yeah, uh, doing Heart Shaped Box. Oh, so good. I really like her voice. I miss her voice. I don't know about her band, but I definitely miss her voice. So we're thinking about uh, what songs we would, uh, in the realm that we would get picked Mm -hmm. to do anything for um, the Avengers 2, what three songs would um, you want on that soundtrack? Uh, We'll go with, we'll do one each and then go around. See where we go from there. Go, Eric. Um, First one I just came up with, just because it's fun and I think it would be great for a fight sequence of some point. Uh, Mr. Roboto by Styx. And then you could even like throw in um, a new updated cover of the song by by, Rise Against. Yeah, or (laughs) you know, or Soundgarden, or or. Bush, Papa Roach. Papa, no, please no. <laughs> um, that that would but, be cool. I think I like that song. Yeah, it, it seems appropriate. <laughs> uh, like just not, you know, just not by name and everything. But the whole like w- like the whole tone of the song is "What am I?" kind of thing. I thought I was a man. Am I a machine? What am I? kind of thing. And I think that would fit in very nicely with introducing Ultron in the Vision. Uh, that's my first pick, and I think for a battle sequence it would be awesome where 
all these robots start popping up and Iron Man is like, we need some ass-kicking music. And he's like, Jarvis, play play me a song. And that's what he comes up with. Hmm. Spears, pick a song. Uh, Pop it on the soundtrack. Age of Ultron. Um, I don't know, man. Anything by Skrillex? Because mm-hmm. I figure that... That's how... Ultron <laughs> is like, you know, a big robotic fighting machine. And that's what Skrillex sounds like to me. Maybe Skrillex can do a a a, a, ma- a, a cover of something. No, uh. I I don't identify their music as anything like music. I think it's just one person. But whatever, dude. I <laughs> come back. I need to think more. Uh, about okay, this. I'll, okay, I will move to the next, and I will actually pick a song. Um, know Your Enemy by Rage Against the Machine. Nice. Yeah. Because, you know... The Matrix called it once it's soundtrack back. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm thinking of good soundtracks, and I think of uh, The Matrix. You know what? Yeah, I will I will give that to you, that that was... That was doom, good music. Oh! Yeah, I think... Know Your Enemy, you know, especially for the... No one is allowed to cover that song, though. <laughs> no, 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 no. That would just be Rage. Yeah. Um, it would. It's mostly for the twins, right? For huh. the Maximoff twins. Yeah. Because like, uh, okay. you know they, they, they they start yeah. off with uh, Ultron and eventually they fight them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got it. I got it. Do you guys watch uh, Shield? Agents of Shield. I'm not I dropped up on it. off. Yeah. I, um, they're, I watched they're, up until the Agent Carter break. Uh, I've got them all saved. They're yeah. pushing. They're pushing towards Avengers. Like right now, they're they. Last week or two weeks ago, they started talking about um, Baron Von Strucker. S- Strucker, yeah. yeah. And I was like, okay, Uh-oh. I see where they're going nice. with this because they're talking about how Strucker's experimenting with powered people, mm-hmm. and the whole this in half humans. of the season's about yeah. powered people. Yeah, hmm. whether it be in humans or so the thing we wanted something. in season one. Yes, yes. I can honestly say I enjoyed all of Daredevil way more than anything of. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> that seems to be what I'm hearing from most people. Uh, uh, anyway. Don't get me wrong, like, there's a lot about the show that I like, but mm-hmm. it's just stuff I tend to have liked about Firefly first and more. Yeah. Yeah. And with better, more interesting characters. Yeah. And a better, and a better boat. Yeah. Better boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. Though it's picked up considerably since mm-hmm. the early days. Like, there, there's quite a lot of tension in who's, you know, who's backstabbing who mm-hmm. which is you know what a proper spy show should be mm. i was hoping it would be more like the actual agents of shield like the comic what like a psychedelic mind trip where nick fury's shooting at the same image repeated warhol style i'm nodding my head yes <laughs> <laughs> anyway let's pick a song yeah. spears back or um, no? oh no i had one and then it went away hang on hang on what? we're going talking, back to aaron go for it talking rage against the machine i was talking um, about rage Oh, oh, I got go. it. Uh, Cancer Bats uh, cover Sabotage by the Beastie Boys. I Hold was on, thinking like Beastie that. Boys, and I was um, like, what would it be? It's a, Sabotage uh, is a good song uh, for it's that. The, the plot point that I'm thinking is it seems, there seems to be a moment in the movie where the Scarlet Witch uses her powers to turn the Avengers against each other yep. in some yes. way, shape, or form. And I'm telling all of y'all, it's Sabotage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would have said Sabotage right off the bat, but it was just so connected now mm. to... Uh, JJ's Star Trek in that scene where Kirk drives the oh, Corvette, yeah. or not the Corvette. Uh, the, yeah, the maybe we'll hear it in, Star, but, in Star Wars. But maybe it didn't, <laughs> maybe it didn't happen. 
I'm a hoping. I I can only hope that a modern soundtrack pops in there somewhere. I can hope for not that. <laughs> <laughs> now pick your song anyway, for Avengers too. No, no, solid choice there. Yeah, no, especially that, that was the Cancer Bats cover yeah. is super. I'd be, I'd even be right happy with the regular song. one, but Cancer Bats version is good. Yeah, because he. Yeah, I it like that. It used to be on my gym yeah. mix when I went to that place. A There's gu- a gym. A guy. What's a gun? No, no. <laughs> actually go to the gym <laughs> i need to start that again i missed you as of now i make a as monthly say, donation to a local gym in the hopes that one day they'll let me in it's easier I when you go with the someone. gym mm. yeah. friends no oh never mind. no yeah. no sorry I don't uh, watch friends 90s oh i did see that episode though yeah, surprisingly they try and quit the gym and they all get signed up again uh, yeah anyway. right. <laughs> uh it's your turn um, we gotta throw, <laughs> we gotta throw some ACDC to no, we uh, don't. into the mix. We do. No, we don't. Um, Highway <laughs> to Hell, just because again, it totally fits in with Tony Stark. He had all the good intentions in the world, but he's now paving the way for like the world's self destruction. Ah, of his fine, own. that works. So, and it's a nice, fun song that again, a lot of people will be like, oh, it's you know, it's ACDC, it's Iron Man, but yeah, the twist would be you're the architect of your own destruction dummy <laughs> kind of idea i don't know would there be a better acdc song to throw no. in there no thunderstruck did they i think so well, that was iron man one thunderstruck shoot to uh, sh- shoot to thrill i uh, uh, was in two i think that was in two that yeah. was in two um oh no wait they already did highway to hell at the th- at the end of uh, two i think Huh. Okay, so we can't really Quite bring that back. no ACDC in, uh, in Iron 3. Man three. Yeah. So to make up for the loss of it, we need some. We need some ACDC. I feel in. Yeah, uh, I don't know. We're going back to Spears. Okay. Ah, uh, made me think about stuff. Music. You know, I used to. Even up to the end of university, I used to compulsively make mixtapes. Based on what I thought would be good comic plots, so I used <laughs> nice. to have a million of these. You know, um, there was this sort of almost like an, an emo pop rock song from the early aughts, and the the title of the song was "Lights and Sounds." I can't remember the artist now for the life of me. Lights plus sounds or lights and sounds. Lights and sounds. Yellow uh, card. Yeah, that's it. Oh, man, I remember that band. Nice. Yeah, they had and a fiddle. I, <laughs> and I thought the way this song was structured um, and the way that it built would have been perfect for, like, a climactic action sequence to the point that I used it in, like, three set, three consecutive editions of this mix. That's really funny. That's nice. Yeah. Because yeah. Um, oh, it kind awesome. of, it, it builds in, like, in the conventional, like, you know, sort of, like, chorus versus chorus kind of structure. But then it then it kind of I there's sort of this little like drop out in the bridge. It just sort of like it ah it kind of gives you that sort of that moment of focus or clarity where the hero sort of steps up to the task at hand. Mm-hmm. Or I always kind of thought of it as almost like sort of the Rocky Two moment where the where the hero where the hero or the central figure of the film uh, is getting kind of bludgeoned down and then finds the wherewithal to stand back up. Mm-hmm. And then it goes back into you know back into chorus and then you're out. Nice, nice. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna go with a, a little bit of Canadian uh, love Canadian here punk? because uh, nice. I love this band. Even though they disbanded back in 2000, I'm going with Matthew Goodband. 
Nice. And hello, time bomb. Because, especially for the Hulk fight, right? Like, he was yeah. just that ticking, ticking, ticking time mm-hmm. bomb. Mm-hmm. He sort of explodes, and she luckily there's that the low-flying satellite carrying the Hulkbuster armor. Yeah, uh, or, um, I like that. That was a nice touch. When you're like Tony that. Stark, you probably have a number of low-flying satellites. <laughs> 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 um, but um, it's a good song. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go I'll with that. that. Um, I'll give you that, yeah, because Matthew Good. Uh, I l- there's a lot of there's a lot of CDs out there that I probably wore out, um, and uh, Beautiful Midnight was one of them. Start to like, there's very few CDs that I ever would listen to start to finish. Mm-hmm. I would always buy buy them for maybe one or two tracks, but that one start to finish was amazing. I actually had both the Canadian and the U.S. release of that. What CD? was the difference between the two? Um, Did- the, the apparitions, the, like they, yeah, they added it on one. Or? They they yeah. added apparitions, uh, deep six from so a couple songs from the previous album. The, they put uh, into what oh, what was this one before it that? Had a, it had a, a everything Japanese, is automatic. No. Uh, uh, anyway. Man, hold on, uh, Matthew Good Band. Um, the uh, like Tokyo tape. It's a uh, underdogs. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they took uh-huh. three or four songs from Underdogs and popped it on Beautiful Midnight. Yeah. But they took out like a bunch of good songs from Beautiful Midnight, which is upsetting. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I, I, I still listen to the U.S. version. Actually, By the power of iTunes, it's all irrelevant now. That's true. 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 You can make your own uh, yeah, your own playlist. I like but CDs. Yeah. CDs have better fidelity than MP3s. Yeah. Um, Ooh, you want to go um, CanCon on superhero soundtracks? Mm-hmm. Almost anything by Billy Talent would be a good, really aggressive fight yeah. background. Mm. Um, the last album, particularly, um, the one with the Viking the, Death March. Yeah, the on, third one. Ooh. Like, just relentlessly aggressive every single song. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one off their, their second album, the I think it, it's the last song on the... The Devil in the a Midnight Mass. <sighs> what was it? Uh, Billy Talent Three. In the garage three. behind the road, there is a luxury sedan, and for this, you go with the band. Um, let's see. Is ah. it called uh, "Devil on My Shoulder"? No, "Bloody nope. Nails and Broken Devil Hearts." Devil on my shoulder. No, that's uh, that's yeah. three. Yeah. Oh, this is from two. Yeah. Uh, well, I actually like two better than three, but I think two is one of their best, if not their best. Yeah. One of the last songs, "Burn the Evidence." Yeah, that's it. Nice. Burn the evidence of my existence. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that, if Hydra shows up, that could make sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, Spears just cleared his three. Yeah. Um, oh, dang. Nice. Go for, I, for my final one, we need something kind of like fun, whimsical. I know Mr. Roboto kind of like already touches on that. Um, I'm going back to 80s, 90 music. Um. I want to throw something in there for Captain America. The only thing that keeps coming to mind is Hulk Hogan's real American thing from WWE <laughs> wrestling. And I can see it as a Captain America moment where he's still getting caught up on modern culture. And he's like, I kind of like this song. It kind of like speaks to me. And he plays it for Tony. And Tony's like, oh my God, you loser. And then Tony comes out to the Y2J theme. Yeah. Y2J. <laughs> No. So it was either that, or I was thinking, you know, like some motor, uh, some motorhead, maybe. But I don't know. I think I would have to go with. Please don't that. go with. I'd motorhead. have to go with real go, American. Yeah, I'd have to go with real American just for like a like a joss like <laughs> kind of moment. And I'm 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 gonna go with my last one to, so that Spears can smack me. But uh, this song is actually really good, and it was on a really bad movie. 
<laughs> yeah, the music video for it was kind of a beautiful train wreck, too. Yeah, that's true. It's uh, U2's Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me. Uh. <laughs> From Batman Forever? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is this a This is when ever. Bono was going through his, like, alter ego phase. Yeah, like, when yeah. he was doing Pop, right? The fly or whatever. Yeah. Was he? The, yeah, and he was wearing the big black glasses and the He's been jacket. doing that forever. No, not as much. That was... No, yeah. And what was this? When Yellow was coming out and... Yeah, oh, wait, lemon or lemon? lemon. No, I was, no, it's like yeah, yellow. No, I'm thinking, that's not right. I'm thinking, lemons um, are yellow. Yeah, that Speaking was '95. Yellow, Batman <laughs> <laughs> forever. <laughs> I like that song. Like, hold me, throw me, kiss me, kill me. It sort of sounds like a a, a Black Widow slash Hulk love song. Yeah. Hmm? Good. Yeah? Come good. on, it makes sense. The logistics are horrifying. Uh, as long as he doesn't get angry during intimate moments yeah but you know what happens we can go with a very mall rats kind of like moment here i'm sure he hulks out at some point and when he does it's just gonna be gonna yeah be is it because it, it could be just based on his heart rate right like, it could be well that's that what goes... they kind of did in the second hulk movie is that you know lower the heart rate and mm. i just have to be calm but I'm angry all the time now. That doesn't look like Batman. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily, like, uh, we had a good enough actor that that line was pulled off. You don't like you don't like Ruffalo, Mark Ruffalo. No, no, I said no, that, that was okay, a good like line. Ruffalo yeah. pulled it off, but in the hands oh, of a okay. lesser actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it may not have worked out. Gotcha. Yeah. Do we know if uh, Avengers Two has a separate soundtrack? Let's find, Let's find out. I don't think that. Oh my god. There's a trailer, a version of the Avengers 2 trailer with Celine Dion. What? <laughs> How did we miss that PanCon? Oh man, that's hilarious. Tell me she's doing My Heart Will Go On. Oh, Banned bro. from soundtracks. <laughs> oh. Oh, when we were. Um, I was at. Megan and I were at a wedding the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other day. A couple months ago, and they played the, the Titanic song from. That Celine Dion did, mm-hmm. and no one was dancing. So we're like, "Man, we have to, we have to dance to this." And all ridiculous, like I know. T- I was gonna say, "Tell <laughs> me that you did interpretive dance." Oh no, we we did like arms full out and doing circles on the dance floor. Like I, I tried to <laughs> lift her up, but uh, you know, weak. But <laughs> that whole thing. Oh, it's only it's only a score. They're only huh. releasing a score. Oh, new Avengers, Avengers: Age of Ultron. What? Track? Okay, that's weird. They're doing a new theme. Brian Tyler did the theme. Oh. That's confusing. Okay. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Uh, I, nothing out of Brian Tyler's uh, wheelhouse seemed to impress me, really. Well, yeah. uh, nothing stands out in my mind. That's okay. Anyway. We'll, I, we'll, I don't know. He's, he's you know certainly what? very successful. I just... I can't think of anything from any of the movies he's done, like the Transformers films or well, the, it, any of those where the the music is really memorable in any way. <laughs> yeah, well, they did an interview with Brian Tyler on in March, mm-hmm. and it said that he said that the score for Avengers Two pays homage to John Williams' score from Star Wars, Superman, and Raiders of the Lost Ark, and references the scores for the Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America films. That you could pretty much say that most film composers are trying to pay homage to mm. Williams' scores in one mm. way or another, so that really doesn't, huh. you know, do anything for me. So he's saying I'm generally trying to do better by copying someone successful. 
Isn't that what we're supposed to do? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess. So children listening to the podcast <laughs> can be someone way more successful than you, and you'll get, you'll do better as well. Plagiarism. <laughs> no, no, make it better. Yes. So, uh, does anyone have any final thoughts on this uh, whole musical thing? Or excited? Avengers? To hear. I can really. I can, I'll, I'll let you know how it is on Friday after I see the movie. Mm-hmm. Before you. Oh, you know what? I can do it on, 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 on the day before because I'm seeing it earlier. At an earlier an hour. God, <laughs> <laughs> if any of this is still relevant to you at the time of your hearing this podcast, why don't you let us know what theme songs have stuck with you over the many years of your nerddom, loyal maybe, listeners? Yeah, maybe you you want us to talk about a particular composer or a soundtrack in general. Maybe we'll do a Star Wars one because we always seem to do Star Wars ones, yeah. or at least just a John Williams one. Yeah, like maybe we'll do John Williams. Yeah, sometime. what was your what, what would be your John Williams like supercut of uh, awesome songs that you would Superman theme? Yeah, Force theme. Yep, Hook theme. Nice. Those are my three. Yeah, there you go. I would go. Uh, I would go uh, the Luke and Leia theme from Jedi Jaws. Oh yeah, Jaws I would go is good. Jaws and uh, you can't beat a good old uh, Raiders march. Oh yeah. I I also love the asteroid chase. Yes. That sort of sounds like Danny Elfman. (laughs) (laughs) All right, why don't you email us at geekswithkids at gmail.com? Or you can go on our Facebook page, send us some feedback on there at facebook.com slash geekswithkidspodcasts. Or you can follow us on uh, Twitter or uh, throw us a tweet at Twitter at uh, geekswithkidscn. And if you listen to us on iTunes, why don't you give us a comment and rate us five stars. Yeah, five stars. <laughs> or any rating that you feel appropriate. Except one. Except for one. Stu, we're talking about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and with that, we say Excelsior? Excelsior! I guess. Uh, bye. Bye.